to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Kickstart that engine and roll thunder with the pack. Explore the grittiness of masculine spirituality. Gain traction in the virtues. And soup up your spiritual engine by turning adversity into adventure. Now, here's Bear Wozniak. Let's ride. Aloha and welcome to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. This is your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Uh, this is the place where you can go to. We, we challenge people to abandon themselves to God's will. We believe there's nothing more radical than the adventure of abandoning yourself to God's will. I remember the story. It's in my book, Deep in, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. My oldest son, Jeremiah, being towed into 80-foot-plus surf on the north shore of Oahu on one of the biggest days in 40 years. Back in 2007, the Coast Guard called it 100 feet. I remember uh, when he went to tow in, he sat on his tow-in board, my buddy Crazy Todd Robertson uh, on the jet ski, and he had to look down at the water and pray and go, you know, is it worth it for me to die? Because he realized that there was better chance that he would die than, than that he would live. No one else was skiing, I mean, excuse me, no one else was surfing anywhere on the North Shore of any of the Hawaiian Islands. The surf was so big. After he towed in and caught uh, 10 waves, a couple other people uh, went out. Ace Cool from Hawaii and, and a couple Brazilians came out. But other than that, it was just him on a gray day. I remember going up there on my – shooting up there on my Hummer. My son Joshua said, Daddy's going out, and I just freaked out because I knew it was so big. I drove up there. I'd never seen surf that big ever. The whole uh, North Shore was foggy, not from fog, but because from the spray of the waves – uh, being blown in, inland, and I looked at the, the buoy at the Haleiwa uh, 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 entryway to the harbor, and it w wasn't there. The entrance buoy was submerged under huge surf. But to get that wave, he had to want it with all his life, all of his might, so he, uh, he uh, thought for a while, is it worth it for me to die? And he and I had been training our, all of our lives. He's always wanted to surf big waves. That summer, we had practiced diving down in Waikiki, grabbing a boulder and running underwater to get our underwater breath, you know, our, our underwater um, cardio working and being able to hold our breath for a while. And he'd just been training for a long time. But when he towed in, uh, when Crazy Todd towed him into that huge 80-foot face, uh, you know, he, uh, he taller than any coconut tree in the islands, and he let go of that tow rope, he was abandoned into that wave. And he rode it for over a mile and a quarter. At one point, he had, we had 10 waves that day. At one point, the wave totally threw over the top of him, and he was deep inside the barrel. And that's really what we're talking about here. The greatest adventure we can have as, as humans is to ride the wave of the Holy Spirit, to totally abandon ourselves to God's, to God's will. And, of course, the ultimate expression or experience of being abandoned to God's will is to be totally covered over like he was in the barrel where no one could see him from the shore. The shore was a good two miles away anyway. They couldn't see him if they, if they wanted to. Uh, we want to be hidden in Christ. And we have as our guest today, as my co-adventure guide, someone who I think is uh, very worthy uh, to be called an adventurer, our friend Patrick Campbell. Aloha, Patrick. Welcome to the Bear Waspick Adventure. Hey, brother. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, tell me, uh, uh, before we get started, I want to make sure I know what website people should be going to. Uh, can you give us the name of it again? Yes, it's... Uh, www.crossofsaintbenedict.com. Okay, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into why you have that website in a little bit. 
But it's kind of cool, you know, when, I, when my sons, Shane and Josh, were young, I remember I'd walk into the room and I would feel this presence of someone, and then I'd look kind of in the corner, and then there's my son Shane wearing his full Batman gear, kind of doing his stealth stuff, you know, or Joshua, and they were definitely Batman uh, living in my house for years. Uh, and uh, I heard this vicious rumor that you have a that you are actually called Batman. You're wearing all black right now. What's the haps, yeah, What's the haps with that? You know, I, 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 uh, what it, what it was is, is, uh, I would have never suspected it. it. You know, if it didn't happen to me, I, I'd say that was crazy and I wouldn't believe it. I think but, it's probably crazy uh, anyway, knowing you already. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, you know, I was just like your sons. I, I, uh, I dressed up as Batman. I even put myself in the hospital jumping off my bed. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, I ate, slept Batman with the Batman cape and, uh, and, you know, when my parents told me it couldn't be Batman and everyone laughed at me, you know, I, I made a prayer to God when I was about five years old that if I was going to do anything in this life, I was going to be as Batman. And uh, and lo and behold, you know, I got married, divorced. I was a single dad with six kids. Uh, you know, I, I got remarried in the Catholic Church with my new wife, two more kids. Then we had another one that's nine kids. And, you know, we were putting things together. And all of a sudden I lost my job. And things were spiraling out of control. We couldn't afford anything. We were losing the house. Uh, you know, I started making crosses for my wife for her, for her birthday. And one cross led after another. And then, uh, you know, we were Latin traditional. Love the Latin tradition. Love love it still. Um, but I was so desperate. She, when she invited me to a charismatic conference, I was hesitant. But in front of, um, you know, over a thousand people, you know, to my surprise, they called me out. And God called me out as Batman. And uh, the message he had for me that night was that he answered that prayer. I don't get it. What do you that, mean? What do you mean he called well, you out? Well, uh, the, the lead speaker, the, the one who was uh, anointed and he was getting messages from our Lord, uh, looked out in the audience. He pointed right at me and uh, he, he said, there's a man in this role that's that uh, that's associated with Batman. And, I, you know, I could hardly believe it because, you know, that was when I was five. And he said, you, you need to pray with our prayer team because uh, Jesus has a message for you. And I, I just had to take one leap of faith after another to get myself up to that, to that, uh, to that front of the well, room. Well, Batman could over. have done that. Batman could have made that leap. Yeah. As, long as, well, as long as it wasn't off of a bed, right? So, right, so, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I so. didn't you – know, what, was, what was it? How could he have known that that was my prayer? How could – you know, the things that were revealed to me was when I was five, you know, and um, – you know, that, that, that intimate gift and, you know, why the Lord had brought me down that road to lose my job and, you know, start losing the house and, you know, and I'm making crosses. I started, uh, you know, the message that he had for me was that he needed me to make holy weapons for, for his people. Uh, and, you know, the sacraments that we make and the cross of St. Benedict, uh, I would have never thought that, that my prayer would have been answered, you know, when I was five to to be his but Batman. you know the, the lord uh, they say uh, grace is seek, seeks you know seeks perfection you know god wants to perfect our nature and part of your nature was this desire to be a superhero you know yeah. uh we have a, a mutual friend sister cc at the benedictine monastery right. uh, yeah, I love uh, her. our spouse of the holy spirit monastery charismatic monastery in the north shore of oahu my spiritual dna is with that monastery too because way back in the day when i was 19 i went to a retreat at the pecos monastery which then 
planted this monastery on the North Shore, and, and the two main people that went there, uh, Brother Michael, who then became Father Michael, and Sister Mary Jo, they were the people I, lo- I, I really had relationship with, and then they went to Oahu. So anyway, I went up there to, to uh, Sister Cece said, hey, come up here and talk to my, my, my group, my, 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 uh, my Ohana, what they have uh, of the, homes- the homeschooled uh, children. And most of them were pretty young. I go, okay, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to talk to them. And I had this kind of talk lined out. And on my way up there, it was like the Lord said, just throw that away. I want you to talk to them about being superheroes. Wow. So when I got up there, uh, I, I, you know, I kind of got up there late. Sister Cece's already talking, almost ready to introduce me. I get up there to the mountains over there looking, up, looking over the North Shore. And, and she, she introduces me. Here's our special guest. And I get up and I go, so I want to ask you guys. Who's your favorite superhero? And I point at one of the kids, and, and she goes, my favorite superhero is Superman. And I look down, and she's got a name tag that says Superman. And then I asked <laughs> someone else, well, who's your favorite superhero? And I don't know what they said. Maybe they said Batman. And they got the name tag Batman on them. So she had just given this talk on superheroes. On every, all of us as Christians have supernatural power. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. And she'd, all, she'd ask them to figure out who their favorite superhero was and put it on them as name takes to identify that they have uh, the supernatural power of God with them. And then here I came up and gave a talk about being a superhero without any yeah. uh, consultation with, uh, with uh, you know, Sister Cece about that. So the whole thing about the Batman, uh, the, the Batman thing that's unique about Batman, he doesn't have any superpowers because he's from a planet called Krypton. He's just super powerful. You know, he uses his yeah. human... His humanness, right? Uh, but right. to to the nth degree, uh, to to stand between violence and the most vulnerable. Right, and that's where the real cur- courage is, because none of us can combat evil without God. And you know, the 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 thing is, is it makes us more vulnerable, more courageous than any other superheroes, because he was so human. Um, and God calls us all out that way. We can't do anything without him. You know, and uh, it's amazing that 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 happened because that's what we're all called to be. We're all called because we're up against supernatural evil, you know, and, uh, you know, alone we can't do these things. We're talking with Patrick Campbell. Uh, The thing that I dig the most, I think the most heroic people about the most heroic people I know are men who really love their family, who really love their wives, are devoted to their children, not just to – provide for them, but spend time with them and, uh, and uh, really father their children. Those are the, the superheroes. A lot of times the superheroes are the guys working two jobs and maybe even working a job they don't even like or don't even want to have, but they do it because uh, they're serving their family. Uh, this is Bear Wozniak. This is the Bear Wozniak adventure. Uh, for those of you watching us on Facebook and YouTube, uh, I'm holding up my Long Ride Home Coffee Cup. You can get that at Deep Adventure. Uh, dot com with all of our other long ride home stuff and Patrick's going to hold up his Batman coffee cup I think there you go and uh, yeah. Patrick we got to take a break here but what's the website people can find you at www.crossofsaintbenedict.com this is the Bear Wozniak and we'll be right back go to bearwozniak.com and get your free stuff Bear will send you the audio of his fiery call to the wall talk Challenging men to step into the breach and rebuild the walls of the home, the church, and our society. You get a free ebook of it too. Go to bearwasnick.com and click on Get My Free Stuff.
This is a warning. The Bear Wozniak adventure is dangerous. The radical change Bear challenges you to is not for wimps. Change this station to a soft rock station before it's too late. You've been warned. Now, here is Bear Wozniak. Welcome back to the Bear Wozniak adventure. Aloha. Uh, the word ha means to give breath. Aloha. Aloha. Mean, ha means breath. Aloha means to give breath. When Captain Cook came to the islands, uh, he didn't nose breathe. He didn't touch foreheads and nose breathe in his greeting. Instead, he shook their hands. So they called him Howley, without breath. We don't want to be without breath. When Jesus died, resurrected, and before he ascended, he breathed his spirit on his disciples. My peace I give you, my peace I leave with you. And he commissioned them to share the gospel throughout the world. We need to have ha. We need to have the breath of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And uh, we have with us here as a guest. We've never had Batman as a guest on our radio uh, show before. Patrick Campbell, welcome to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. There. I think it's just really cool, your, your love for Batman, because, uh, you know, like I said, my, my two youngest sons, they basically that's what they were. And then in time, uh, you know, uh, we trained uh, in the art of ninjutsu. They're, they're both the, the two engineers for the show, and the video, they're the video production company behind my TV show, Long Ride Home. Uh, you know, we all went to all, to get our ninja black belts, which is very much like the the, the kind of Batman thing, wearing our black oh, gear yeah. and all that stuff. It's kind of that same sort of thing, uh, and the, and I think there's a desire for that, uh, the pursuit of of martial arts and things like that, is that we want to stand between the violent between violence and the most vulnerable among us. Uh, so I would like to talk a little bit more about that. When I like I said, I went up to the monastery. I'm talking with Sister Cece up there, who I just texted and said I got to interview her again up at the monastery, um, she uh, was speaking to the kids about superheroes unbeknownst to me, and I came up with a talk on being a superhero. What is it that God is calling us to when, when you think about the call to be, a, to be superheroes? Right. You know, and, and I think that, that that was the inner thing that he's calling us all out, is to be that imitation of Christ who's selfless, who sacrifices. And I, I you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that, that uh, we were in such danger uh, in this world. There's a lot of evil in this world, and there's not a lot of people who are going to stand up against that evil. And those that are due are superheroes. I mean, and, and this is what, this is the, the innate call that Christ is asking every one of us to stand up and, and to fight. A lot of times in, in family life, um, the, the wife is the one who is more spiritually in tune. And you see that that's why all the women are in church and you've got sprinkles of men. Uh, and this is, you know, Satan keeps those men busy and occupied and distracted and providing. And, and then, you know, Satan is, 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 you know, picking apart their families through their kids, through the Internet, through the TV, through the radio, through the peer pressure. And, uh, you know, and, and what happens is, is, is that if the men don't stand up, you know, that, that they're, they're, if they're hogtied with distractions, you know, the enemy just takes root and he, he's like a castle. He, he takes one door at a time, you know, and he infiltrates the castle. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, like what, what man in his right mind upon hearing someone break into their house, nudges his wife and says, find out what that is and take care of it. That's, it's unheard of, but that's what happens spiritually. That's what happens in our house when the men are, are sleeping. And that's what happened to my family. And, uh, and because of that, uh, you know, I allowed a lot of things that I would have normally not allowed 
in my house, in my, the workplace for my kids, because I had no idea I was at war. I had no idea that Satan wanted me and my family uh, destroyed, dead, and in hell. And uh, when all that came to uh, accumulate into our family, it, we, we were almost at divorce. And uh, the, the family was falling apart. And, and some real evil stuff had come in. And one of my things that I do is, is, is uh, with my wife, Joy, is we talk to families that are wounded, that are falling apart, because the real enemy is not the other spouse. It's, it's, it's Satan himself, and he wants to destroy and rip the, the family apart. And there are real things that we can do as Catholics uh, to protect our families, to, to get some weapons. Uh, you know, the church sanctifies and backs up so we can have the sacramentals in our home, that we you take use of the, the sacrament of reconciliation and the Eucharist. And, you know, a lot of families and a lot of fathers don't know about this. And this is one of the things I don't, I don't want them to have to be destroyed uh, without, without knowing. So we take it upon uh, what, what God has called us to do is to reach out to families and uh, give them the weapons and to, to teach them what we, what we learned uh, through the church, through our Benedictine uh, oblation. Uh, we're Benedictine oblates. Well, you know, I, I, uh, I challenge men uh, to be, we're called to be dragon slayers. And True. if you're a man and you're not getting up a half hour to an hour earlier before the rest of your family and slaying dragons before they even get out of bed, uh, spend a half hour to an hour. You should, a man should spend an hour every day minimum with the Lord in prayer. Uh, uh, getting up and praying the liturgy of the hours, doing sacred reading, and of course the most po most powerful weapon I I ever have used is I shouldn't even say use have uh, picked up is the rosary. I know when I Absolutely. pray the rosary, powerful things happen. Uh, Satan is a punk, and he hates that this young little maiden of 14 years old or 16 years old, uh, you know, by by uh, yielding to God uh, and the Holy Spirit giving birth to Jesus. He just hates that a little girl, you know, kind of like Joan of Arc kicks his butt. You know, Satan is a punk oh, yeah. and he's, he's outraged when this little maiden now stands before her son, uh, like she did at the wedding of Cana and says, Hey son, bears praying right now. Uh, do whatever, please do whatever he asks of you, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and so That's the rosary true. is so powerful uh, and, uh, and, but I challenge men, if you're not praying an hour every day, your family, your family is in trouble. And so, so rising early before them, and then they see <clears throat> the children will see you praying and then you'll be armed and ready, um, and even alerted to potential problems during your prayer time, uh, insights into your children that you didn't even know that you wouldn't naturally know, or wouldn't be maybe not being totally aware of as you pray for them and lift them up. So being a prayer warrior, uh, is is where you start uh, as far as being a super a superhero for the Lord, moving in his. Yeah, it's a wake up call. Moving. It's a wake his... up call. Now you now you are a, a Benedictine, a oblate. Yes. Yes. And I'm yes, the longest. And... I'm the longest running white belt in the history of Benedictine monasteries. Uh, for fifteen hundred years, I've been a novitiate at the monastery in the North Shore for about seven years now. Which means I'm a new, a new bishop means I'm on the way to being a an oblate like a third order type Franciscan only in the Benedictine yes. order, and uh, but I, I've been traveling so much I never got to finish being a full oblate, so I'm still a white belt. I haven't got my orange belt yet in terms of martial arts. So tell me about how you how you uh, found your way into being an oblate in the in the Benedictine uh, order. 
Well, you know, when uh, we consecrated ourselves to the Blessed Mother, uh, she came into our family and cleaned house. And uh, when she did that, uh, things were, like you said, you all of a sudden you start find out, you know, that there are evils in your house. And I, I suggest that everyone does a spiritual house cleaning. But, you know, the, the, the things that are uncovered sometimes are uh, astonishing. And um, What and do you mean what, by spiritual house cleaning? A spiritual house cleaning is, is, you know, set up a time to get a priest to, to actually bless your house. But you also have to go through your house. Do I have any false gods? Do I have artifacts from, from that could represent false gods? Do I have idols in my house? Like, you know, like, uh, you know, what, what am I idolizing? What, what your crucifix should be the, the, the highest point in your house. And if I have, uh, uh, in my teenager's room, if there's pictures that are half naked, and so those things need to get out of there. They don't glorify God. They glorify uh, what Satan wants to lie to them about. So, you know, you do a house cleaning. Find out what's in there. Are there any bad magazines in your house? You got you to do a house cleaning. Get that house blessed. You, you have to secure your castle. Uh, and that's the first thing that I would, I would want uh, families to, to know that, you know, Christ, he doesn't barge in. He knocks. And if someone else has taken his spot in your house, he won't. He won't. Um, he won't rush in there. He he's going to wait till you clean it out. So that's one one of the spiritual protections is to someone to clean their house, get some holy salt, seal the house with a you know with a, your, the priestly protection. Get your priest over there. And and this is this is the a war. So this is one of the first things that families need to do is clean their house. So one one thing I know uh, about Satan is that he hates authority. He's oh, a rebel. He He's a rebel. And, yes. of course, the yeah. ultimate authority is the Catholic Church. Um, yes. And when you have a priest come and bless your home with the salt or with the, with the anointed oil, it represents that authority. And demons scream uh, when they see that. One thing I want to—I wanna—there's two things I would like when I—I well, I have a friend, by the way, Jason Jones. I say about him that when he gets up in the morning, the devil says, oh, no, he's up, you know. You, you've yeah. heard that saying. And also the oh, saying yeah. of C.S. Lewis— uh, uh, basically, when I die, I want everyone in heaven to rejoice and every and everyone in hell to rejoice too, because Satan's finally going to say, "Oh, Matt, I don't have to deal with that guy anymore." <laughs> you know, yeah, I give up oh, already. Yeah. We want to be a force uh, uh, for good. We're talking with Patrick Campbell. What's your website again, Patrick? Uh, dot com. Uh, in a moment, we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about spiritual warfare <clears throat> and the use that. The Holy Spirit made of him, the crosses that he makes uh, on our TV show, Long Ride Home. Uh, you can go to our website, deepadventure.com, and we have, uh, for men especially, you can join Bear's Man Cave. It's a secret Facebook group. You can't join by going on Facebook. You have to go to my website, deepadventure.com, <clears throat> and uh, you subscribe. It costs you ten a whole $10 a month uh, to subscribe. But then you get access to our, our secret Facebook group, Bear's Man Cave, and our video chats, we do meetups every two or three weeks. All the guys all over the world, really, and we talk and we challenge and encourage each other. Uh, you get to talk, too. It's not just a one-way conversation. So go to bearwoznik.com and uh, join Bear's Man Cave. We'll be right back with our guest, Patrick Campbell.
Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak with DeepAdventure.com with this week's Deep Virtue number 72. I got an email last week from my friend Jeff Stickle, Lieutenant Colonel Jeff Stickle, telling me to pray for his son. He received a mayday, mayday, mayday signal from his son who is sailing from the island of Oahu to the mainland. It's a treacherous trip. It's very difficult because you're going against the wind the whole time. And they were about a 1,000 miles from the coast of California when he got the signal. They had been hit by a rogue wave. The boat was sinking. Uh, he had the presence of mind to stay with that radio and call in the mayday. Jeff contacted the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard was able to find a merchant vessel that came alongside them and were able to take them on board. Now, the reason why that all happened is because Nathan, the reason why the rescue took place was because Nathan had the presence of mind and the skill to stay on that radio. He knew he was in trouble, and he called for help. And as, 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 he, uh, as the rescue took place, he was able to co- talk to the Coast Guard and who relayed it to the ship and then talked to the ship and helped them locate them. And they rescued him and his two friends off that ship, off their sailboat, and then their sailboat sunk. So I'm challenging you to keep your radio on. When you find yourself in, 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 in a time of temptation, just pray. Say, say a Hail Mary. Ask Mary to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Uh, just pray and ask Jesus to come alongside you and rescue you. Keep your radio on. When, you're, you know, when I miss uh, my morning prayer time, it affects my whole day. I can tell my, my frequency isn't just quite as tuned as, I, as it could be. Turn your radio on so the Lord can guide you and lead you through your life. This is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com with this week's Deep Virtue. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at DeepAdventure.com. Aloha, this is the Bear Wozniak Adventure. And I have as my fellow adventure guide, uh, Patrick Campbell. Uh, The Lord is using him uh, in a very powerful way. (laughs) And it's so interesting how uh, before I even met him, someone had brought one of the crosses that he makes. <clears throat> based on the his his oblate at being oblate as a Benedictine, and uh, <clears throat> you see it all through Long Ride Home, and one of the coolest things places you see it, Patrick, like in terms of cleaning houses. I think it's in episode three when all of us bikers are in Houston and we go to the we go to the, one of the <clears throat> main sex trafficking areas of the world down there, and we carry the big cross, we carry that on our shoulders, and we carry your cross. Um, and we pray with the uh, members of the Catholic Charismatic Center there, Father Mark Goring and Kim Sunderman and her husband Frederick and all those guys, Jay Flunker, and we, Jason Hilo, I'm just remembering some of the people there. And we walked across, and we stopped in front of every brothel and said a decade of the rosary. And the pimps, awesome. the pimps showed up, hated us. We're standing on the sidewalk, so we can't do anything. And I, and I go up and smile at him, you know, and say, do you, do you, want, do you want us to leave? And he goes, yeah. And I go, we'll leave. Just when we're done, we'll leave. And then his enforcer shows up in a big old Jeep Wrangler. But we prayed in front of each, uh, in front of each uh, brothel. At one point, a woman, a young woman, just poked her head out and waved at us, and then she was pulled back in. Uh, but wow. we have a spiritual warfare to do, and we had your, your crosses with us. Tell us about the call to do, to do what you're doing with the, I guess it's the Benedictine crosses. Is that yeah. you? Yeah, tell us. About right. That. We're, we're, um, so... It was it was my suit, uh, pursuit to find protection for my family, um, and uh, you know one of the things that that people need to know about is is uh, there's a great danger, and if you open up enough doors, 
to the enemy. He infiltrates your castle. And then when you least expect it, he'll pull the rug underneath your feet and he'll take you down. And when our family decided to, to make its way into holiness um, because we, we needed our Lord so bad, one of my kids, one of my older kids, um, dabbled in the occult. And, uh, and, and he was wounded and he did it for stupid reasons. Uh, nonetheless, it happened. And, uh, and the result of that was, was a, a, a three year process of deliverance that we had to go through our church. And in that seeing how we were combating Satan through, through, uh, my son and how he started to take over my son, uh, I, one, one, one time uh, the priest was, was holding a crucifix and it was a Benedictine cross and he came up behind my son. My son had his eyes closed and he knew, he knew that that cross was coming to him and it like burned him. Like, like he, he, he was, he was, he was frightened of that cross. And I, and I started to realize that there was something that, that I was missing that, that our Lord had already prepared us with weapons and sacraments to fight this evil. And that we shouldn't we shouldn't be afraid. But I started to realize that that I needed to find out more. I needed to protect my family from the evil that I was ignorant of. So I I saw some nuns and they were uh, Benedictine. And I I said, um, how do I be more like you? How how do I become holy? And that question led me down a road that I would have never expected. Uh, we went to uh, the to Mary Queen of Peace, the Benedictines Mary Queen of Peace out in Davidson. And uh, we we went every month to to learn the, the rule of St. Benedict because he was one of the, the the greatest fighters. That's why we have 16 popes named Benedict, because he was a warrior against Satan. I needed to know more. I needed to figure out what, what I could do to save my family. That three-year process ended with my son being delivered. But now I want to go out to other families and, and uh, teach them so they don't have to go through the, the, the living hell that our family went through. Um, if you, because if, if you're well protected, if you, if you meet our Lord several times in your day, there is no need for battle because God walks with you. It's when we don't and when we ignore prayer and we ignore the rosary and we ignore, um, the, the little voice, the nuances that our Lord is leading us is where, where we lose hope. Spiritual battle is all about in the head. It's in, it's, it's about knowing who you are. If you know you're a child of God, he can't touch you. Satan has no power over you because Christ won. But the, if you don't know, he is going to lie to you. He's going to beat you up. He's going to manipulate your thoughts. And if you're not protecting, you don't know. You're, you just think, I'm having a bad day, you know, and then and then you go on. Oh, I'm having problems. And you think you're going on. The real enemy is 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 there. He doesn't sleep. The and other, uh, it, The other day I was um, having the experience of just feeling uh, just kind of, I don't know, what would be the saying? I guess a guiltiness because I wasn't doing enough. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it's kind of a heaviness and I, and I, and I realized, Oh, that's a demon, <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes yeah. it's not, sometimes it's just you. But when oh, that, sure. when that shadow crosses over you, you know, uh, and you get this, this, the, the accuser of the brethren, mm-hmm. you just do what you just do what, uh, you just say, Oh, Oh, it's only you. Jesus, uh, deal with him. Michael, the archangel deal with him. What yes. is what is the uh, the saying on the Benedictine medal? The letter, the uh, the uh, the initials, and what do they represent? Well, there there's a lot of a lot of uh, the, about um, the prayer, you know, the prayer against Satan. I'm speaking of. Okay, um, well, you know the you know one of the prayers that it's all in Latin, 
But one of the prayers is, you know, get behind me, Satan, drink your own poison. Basically, uh, yeah. The, your yeah, promises you know, are empty. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, so he, he, it's, it's amazing that, you know, these, these prayers of exorcism are on this metal. It makes it the most powerful sacramental the church has. Uh, it's what exorcists use. And you never see an exorcist afraid because fear, that's, that's faith in the enemy. Fear is, is, is nothing. Uh, you know, it's, it's like a prayer to Satan when we're afraid. So, so when these, these prayers were, were construed, uh, you know, miraculous things happen because uh, Satan couldn't couldn't defeat what the church had had set, like the authority. The authority of church said, I, I you know, they they had this medal made uh, uh, about Saint Benedict and his rule, and about his life, and about how he battled Satan. And um, and every every prayer is a prayer of exorcism on that on that medal, and it's it's very powerful. You know, I, I know as an evangelist, uh, I don't like to glorify Satan or talk too much about him because, like I say, right. he's a He's a punk. He's a punk. But as an yeah. evangelist, there are times when I'm leading someone into that first moment of conversion, like a St. Augustine moment, even before he was baptized, and I'm praying the prayer of them surrendering their life to Jesus. It'll look to me like I hit him with a cattle prod. There's just this yeah. jolt, and a demon will manifest. And, uh, and then you just realize that it's a punk. And you, you know, sometimes you can just pray and rebuke it, and it leaves. Sometimes they're cho feeling choked. Uh, a lot of the youth when I was uh, younger had gotten involved in the spiritual overlords through those uh, those different games. They were Dungeons and Dragons oh, yeah. and stuff like that. They oh, were yeah. getting all wrapped up in spiritual overlords. Think they were you don't dabble uh, with a fire. You know you you no. get burned. And so right. a lot of them when when they were uh, when they would have their initial conversion. I remember once we had about fifty kids in about a six-week period of time, young people who uh, surrendered their life to the Lord. And, and they had never seen anything. They didn't never even been to church. Uh, they had never seen anything like this. And from time to time, one of them would, would manifest a demon, and we would do what we need to do for deliverance. And, uh, uh, and, it, and, and the, it was dramatic, but it ended beautifully. Uh, but that I would call as a minor deliverance. But when we have right. our... When we have, uh, real serious uh, situations going on. We're so thankful that we have the authority of the Catholic Church and our priests. And I, By the way, I, I, I dig the fact that you pr these prayers are in Latin because I know demons hate Latin. Oh, yeah, but it's because the church sanctified it as, as the, the language of the church. Now, if the church were to change it to English or Spanish, then the demons would hate that language. So, I mean, there, there's something about the authority of the church. And, and definitely, God, there's only one exorcist, really. There's this, and Jesus is the is the exorcist, and he shares his power. We have seven exorcists on our our uh, cross of Saint Benedict Society, and I tell you, they're really helpful uh, because you you need that authority, you need that protection from the church, but God also protects us, and we shouldn't be afraid to to renounce evil and to renounce. Oh, of course. Satan, yeah, I mean, it's our, it's, know, it's uh, our basic, it's our basic, it's our basic right. Uh, that superhero, yeah. that superhero status, and it's kind of like a YouTube moment for me. It was kind of funny because I'd be praying for someone and they'd say, yes, Lord, I give you my life. And then there would be this demon manifest. Like I said, like they get poked with an electric rod manifest yeah. and then dealt with and gone. Uh, and, it, yeah. just, you know, Satan is a punk. Uh, he doesn't like, but one of the things he does like is a lot of attention. And so right. you know, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll manifest just he, before he goes, he'll, yeah, he, he'll, 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 he'll you know, and then, and then all of a sudden he's gone. So yeah. if, if that's Amen. happening, you know he's 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 just about out the door because he's throwing and, a and just have confidence and then make sure whoever that is that you're praying for is 
taken to a priest so that for counseling and for prayer and for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We're talking with Patrick Campbell, who's very much a warrior for Christ. As a child, he called himself Batman. I think he still does. And uh, it's because he was called to be a superhero, as all of us are. Uh, Patrick, what's your website again where they can find some of these crosses? Then when we get back, I want to talk more about these crosses. Crossofstbenedict.com. Crossofstbenedict.com if you want to uh, check out more about Patrick Campbell. Um, he, we brought his crosses with us on Long Ride Home. If you want to see Long Ride Home, pray for us. We're hoping that soon it will be up on uh, uh, different uh, uh, media sites. But you can, you know, it's on EWTN showing right now. It's also been on the Armed Forces Network. You can go to our website, deepadventure.com, and order the 10 DVD set. It's a great way to get that brother-in-law or your son uh, or your husband who wouldn't normally be watching a TV show, watch this. People love this show all over the world now, wherever I go. People go, dude, I love that show. And, and you know who loves it the most, Patrick, is, is, is uh, older women. They go, finally, oh. real men loving yeah. Jesus. Let me give this videos to, my, to the men in my life that I love so much. We'll be right back with more of the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Saddle up. It's time for Long Ride Home cast member Daniel the Boom Barkham to ride herd on us and challenge us to man up. Mentor. I was 14 years old when my father died of a violent heart attack. I saw him in the throes of his final minutes. Left a serious impression on me. Don't remember crying, at least much. Guess I was in shock. Add to that an older neighbor boy 
rape me, and then his uncle attempted the same, and to add insult to injury, a man of the cloth, I confess to, tried to abuse me sexually. I went through some serious rebellion after that, although I was already headed down the road of drinking, carousing, stealing, and such. Eventually it became drugs, sex, and rock and roll. But during that time, some good things were going on, and while I didn't realize what they were doing at the time, the folks of my little fishing village were gathering around me. My neighbor Danny Noonan, baker and boat builder, started taking me deer and elk hunting with him. Emil Mackey, a second-generation Finnish commercial fisherman, took me duck hunting on Sand Island. Norm Greer, my dad's World War II veteran buddy, was always around to encourage me. When I look back, I realize the good folks of that little fishing village were guiding and mentoring me. While Danny and Emil have long passed, they along with Norm left a lasting impression on me. Just like Jesus does as he mentors me through the Holy Spirit and teaching me from his word. It's good to be mentored. It's a godly thing. It's a righteous thing. It's a lost art. The Apostle Paul said, mimic me, follow my pattern as I mimic Christ. Make sure you're looking up to the right person, the good Lord above all, but to those who follow him and more than follow, they are examples of him. They are few and far between, but they can be found. If you do so, in time, you too will be a mentor of others. This is Daniel the Boone Markham at DanielTheBooneMarkham.com on a journey a few miles this side of heaven. This is a warning. The Bear Wozniak adventure is dangerous. The radical change Bear challenges you to is not for wimps. Change this station to a soft rock station before it's too late. You've been warned. Now, here is Bear Wozniak. Aloha and welcome back to the Bear Wozniak adventure. If you're lucky enough to be watching the Facebook version or the YouTube version of this, uh, you're probably seeing his his uh, shop behind him where a lot of his and his Batman mug, uh, and his Batman logo up in the back. But um, he does these. Uh, he do, he works with wood with his family, and makes these beautiful uh, spiritual warfare oriented. I would say, uh, Benedictine crosses. Tell us about your call to do that, and and how, what the impact of you know what what's the purpose of these crosses? Well, um, we're Benedictine oblates, so what we want to do is we we every cross that we make is is. Uh, it's not about who buys the cross, it's about who joins our family. Um, if Satan is out there dividing families, we want to unite them in prayer. So we have over 2,500 families that we've made crosses for. The boys and I, uh, my sons, we make crosses. We make them all day long. We There's 14 stations back here that we make the crosses. That's not a coincidence. Uh, and we make them out of exotic woods to glorify our Lord. You know, it, it's a shame that, you know, we're, we're suckers and we, we go and you know, we get a good deal at Walmart. We buy a $15 plastic Jesus. Um, I believe that if if we're going to put our our faith where it counts, that we need to we need to do what we can to show show that to not only ourselves, our children, in the world. So I use exotic woods. So they're very uh, very uh, uh, exquisite exotic woods from all over the world. And I I every cross is a Benedictine cross because that's the most powerful. But it's a weapon. It's a weapon for your family, and it represents everyone's different. So it represents a family, so every family's different. So each cross, I put holy salt inside each cross. Explain to us what, explain to us, uh, what holy salt is, how it becomes holy, and how it's to be used. Well, salt, it, it's salt, and it's, it's, it's 
it's backed up by you know uh, you know the the salt is pure and it's in the Bible where where they they use it to purify just like the holy water you know uh, holy water is great and I and I love holy water too uh, but holy salt is a little bit more potent it's exercised and uh, and what what it does it means it's it's pure it's and it's blessed by a priest and what it does is it seals off a room. So this this holy salt, uh, you know, I figured, you know, in time of an emergency, you know, that I would take it and I would put it inside each cross. I, so I drill a hole down the chamber of the cross and I and I insert holy salt inside there. Now, our spiritual director blesses the salt. The cross is not blessed, but the salt is. You're not buying the salt. But uh, what you're doing is is I'm, I'm teaching people how to use these weapons. And I put a little Benedictine wax seal on the top. And in case there's an emergency, you can just take that wax seal off. And you can pour out your holy salt, and it's it's amazing. Uh, just before we had such de- terrible technical difficulties trying to get on with Bear, and I told his son, I said, I'm going to bless the room with holy salt. So instead, the Saint Michael the Archangel prayer, and guess what? The camera started working. Hey, say the so, say, say that say that prayer for us. Okay, Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host. By the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits that prowl about this world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Nomine Patres, Filii Spiritus Sanctus. There's a young woman maybe out there who who's just feels so trapped in an abusive situation, or maybe she's pregnant. Uh, there's people that are, that are just feeling... Uh, the isol- isolated, depressed, they don't seem to have a single solution to the situation in their lives. Uh, those people, that there's men there too that are trapped in pornography, uh, driving in their cars, listening, whatever, uh, seeking to go uh, find a place away from their family so they can view these things. There's so much darkness out there. Uh, Patrick, can you pray that prayer one more time? I want the people out there listening to really avail themselves to this to this moment in time and uh, to be to step to break loose from those chains. Okay, so Lord Jesus, I just ask you to to cover these people that are seeking you. Their hearts are seeking you, but they are weak. Their bodies are weak and they're tempted. Lord, I just ask you in your divine providence that whoever is listening who needs to be released from the powers of the evil one, that he's got them in bondage, that you break those chains in Jesus' name. And I say with all my whole heart, say, Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits that prowl throughout this world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We are more than conquerors. Uh, Isn't it? It's... We've been invited into this, you know, we're in this battle. We're, we live in a life adver- adversity, but we are warriors. There's a special crown for those that overcome. By thee, I can crush a troop. By thee, I can leap a wall. By thee, uh, I can bend a bow of bronze. You know, if God is for us, who can be against us? My motto for my first ninja black belt, lead me to the wall too high to climb and I will climb it. Uh, there is a, there's a way. And one of the great things when you, you young woman, especially right now, feels so trapped. Um, whenever I see a wall in front of me, I abandon myself to God's will. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a moment of saying, I'm going to see God move because I've got no solutions. 
and you right. throw yourself at God's will and you walk, if you, you know, if you know you need to get to the other side of that wall, you walk towards that wall and it just, it just disintegrates. If you're in a relationship with a man that you know you shouldn't be with, end it today. It's so it seems like an impregnable Amen. wall. You don't know where you're going to go, how you're going to be supported, how you're going to work, deal with things financially. Walk towards that wall and say, I'm done. We're done. Don't speak to me. Change your phone number. Do whatever it takes to, to get away I'm, from, from I'm that situation. I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're right on. You're right. You, you know, the, right, the Lord is putting on my heart right now to tell those people that are listening right now that feel like they're, they, they're totally defenseless, that they have no power, and, 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 it, and it's so weak. I want you to remember Moses. He couldn't do anything. Nothing when he saw his his Israelites being defeated by an army and all he could do was to hold up his hands because he was an old man and he was watching his home people get slaughtered after he's making them walk through the desert. He holds up his hands and he says, Lord, help them. And then their armies are overcome. They they they, they are they, there is power when you feel the weakest, when you feel that you cannot make it. And that's that's what I know is true. When I felt the weakest and the smallest and that I couldn't do anything and I hold my hands up in the air and I say, Lord, help me. That's when we are the strongest. So those people that are feeling helpless out there, they can't leave the situation because they're so afraid. That's the time where God will anoint you. That's the time where he takes over when you cannot do anything. Man, you, you uh, need to know that. Man, it's when you come to an end of yourself that you find yourself. It's when you come to an end of yourself, the very very deepest part of your being that suddenly you can hear this, the, uh, the knocking of Jesus uh, saying, let me in. Uh, when you hear the still small voice, uh, you know, on a sailing ship, uh, when I used to have my sail, my sailboat, I'd always trail a, a rope out the back of my, a rope out the back of my boat with knots about every 10 feet. And it would trail out there for 50, 60, 80 feet. In case I fell off, I could grab onto that rope. And of course, the very last knot on that rope uh, in the sailing tradition is called the bitter end. Uh, you may feel that that's where you are. You may feel that you are at the, the bottom. As a surfer, when I get held down by a big set, 24-foot wave, maybe I'm going to be held down by three waves. And I'm going to get tossed and tumbled and tossed and tumbled. I don't even know which way is up. If I hit the bottom, at least I know where bottom is, and I can push off from there. If, you're, if you've hit bottom, you know where you are. Push yes. off, and when you find bottom, you can look up, and the, the surface may be 20, 25 feet above you when you're surfing, but you see light up there, and you swim. But the closer you get to the surface, the harder it feels. You have less oxygen, uh, and you feel like you, you just need to take that, deep, that last deep breath. But hang in there and get to the surface. How do you get to the surface? Go to confession. Man, yes. go to mm -hmm. confession. If you're not yes. a Catholic, go to a priest and talk with him. Um, yes. But uh, some of you feel like you're at the very end of yourself. It's a great place to be. Because when you, when you are weak, then you are strong. You know, I'm a world champion tandem surfer. I lift women over my head and surf giant waves. Um, but I had a bad back. I had a back that would put me in bed for weeks at a time. And I had a similar experience to Patrick. I was at a, I was at a prayer meeting, big big group of people, maybe two or 300 people, and someone said, God's healing someone here of a back problem. I go, well, that's everybody here. Everyone's got a back problem. <laughs> and they said, you hurt yourself carrying bricks. And I, right then I felt the power of God hit me Amen. And, uh, and was healed. So w in my very weakest place where Satan seemed to be attacking uh, my back, 
now I lift a woman over my head and I'm a world champion surfer. And that world champion tandem surfing title is what opened the door for me to get my book published and opened the door for all this ministry. So it's, it's when you're weak that you are strong. If you are weak right now, uh, don't, don't be a fool. Don't be ridiculous. Don't believe the lies. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Jesus is right there with you, the God of the universe, t- telling you, this is it, man. Uh, you know, you want, me to, you, want, you want me to save you? This is, your, this, is, this is your chance to get real and get with God. Patrick, go ahead. Stand back and, and let God be God because, man, he is the Savior. He, you are highly invested. He, he bled for you. So he is going to make sure that you make it through it. You just have to let go and surrender to our Lord. Patrick, and the biggest we got, thing we could do, yes. We got to go. We got to go. All right. Amen. So, so surrender Thank to you. the Lord is, is the key. We're talking with Patrick Campbell. What's your website again? CrossTheStBenedict.com. Okay, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll have Patrick back with us soon. This is Bear Wozniak with the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Go to our website, DeepAdventure.com. Get my books. Get our Long Ride Home gear. You know, get our... Our Long Ride Home uh, 10 set DVD and join the join you men, join Bears Man Cave. We'll see you guys. Uh, we'll speak next week. Aloha. You've been listening to the Bear Wozniak Adventure. Go to bearwozniak.com to get your free audio and other exciting content. Plus, you can pick up the Long Ride Home 10 episode DVD set, autographed copies of Bears books, Long Ride Home shirts, tanks, coffee cups and even motorcycle pins and patches. And find out how guys can sign up for Bear's Man Cave online Facebook group, all at bearwasnick.com.